Welcome back to Scary Bear Attacks. Today's episode takes us to southern Siberia to a province in the Russian Federation called Tuva. This area is poverty-stricken and is renowned for its crime and drug abuse. The temperature here can drop to minus 80 degrees in the winter and soar to over 100 degrees in the summer. The Siberian larch, laurel leaf poplar, and the Scots pine are among the tallest trees here, and kites and kestrels hunt the chi and tufted hair grasses. A few of the common animals here are wolves, snow leopards, mountain sheep, antelope, reindeer, and brown bears. It is in this wilderness setting that our episode takes place. On June 1st of 2019, 29-year-old Nikolai Urgit was headed out into the wilderness near his hometown of Kut with several of his friends to gather horns and antlers that were shed by animals in the winter. Some of the animals that died in the winter would leave behind their horns that could be sold on the black market for money. This activity required a permit issued by the local government, but Nikolai and his friends declined to purchase theirs, as it bit into their profits. In his everyday life, Nikolai was a school caretaker and happy father of two sons and one daughter. He was raising with his 25-year-old wife, Ida. Given the condition of the local economy, Nikolai and his friends couldn't afford firearms, nor bear spray. They didn't even bother bringing knives along with them. They weren't planning for any confrontations in which they may need them and wouldn't be long in the woods. They'd planned a quick trip and to return to their families by nightfall with their haul. Shortly after arriving at the area they planned to search in, they began to spread out and looked in their own spots for antlers and horns. As Nikolai walked around for a few hours, he began to push his way through some dense brush. He emerged on the far side of the bushes and glanced up. His eyes widened as a massive brown bear filled his vision, glaring at him. The bear was just a few yards away, and Nikolai had walked nearly right up beside the giant bear, which was estimated to weigh around a thousand pounds. As soon as their eyes met, the bear flung itself toward the man, letting out an ear-shattering roar as it came. Nikolai clenched his fists and yelled at the bear as it advanced, hoping the bear would bluff-charge him, then run away. But if bears operated on our hopes or expectations of them, we would all be safe when we encountered them. The bear didn't bluff charge, but opened its mouth wide and reached out for his arm. Nikolai instinctively punched the bear in the head, but this didn't even make the bear flinch, as it immediately bit onto his forearm and leapt on top of him. The bear quickly bit into his abdomen and tore at his flesh, then moved up to his chest and ripped flesh there. He was careful to point out whenever he relayed this story that the bear never clawed him, but exclusively used its powerful jaws. It apparently wanted to devour him immediately. While being savaged by the angry bear, Nikolai didn't smell anything. He didn't feel anything during the attack. He began to lose any regard for his own life, but thoughts of his children and wife flashed through his mind. He loved them so much and didn't want them to be without him. After the bear bit at his chest, it changed its savage focus to his head. It clamped its massive jaws onto his skull and began tearing his scalp just above his left forehead. One of its canines punched into his left eye orbit, tearing its flesh from the middle of his eyelid back a few inches toward his temple. At that point, Nikolai opened his eyes, and his entire visual field was filled, with the bear's huge gleaming teeth closing over the width of his face. As the bear bit into his face, he felt enormous pain shoot through his body like electricity. The man instinctively tensed up in preparation for the pressure of the bear's jaws, and as he did this, he clenched his jaws. The pictures of his wounds are too graphic for YouTube and have been uploaded to our Patreon link, linked below the video. But I warn you, they are not for anyone with a weak stomach. 
Suddenly the bear roared loudly and ran quickly through the forest away from Nikolai. He continued to roar in a distressed way as he fled. Nikolai's focus now returned to himself and his wounds. His mouth felt strange, and he was certain his lips were torn off and now inside of his mouth, as he could feel his mouth was full of something. He began to move his jaws and felt a chunk of meat moving around in there. He rose certain he bit off his own tongue in the melee and sits up to spit it out. As he disgorges whatever is in his mouth onto the dirt, he can feel his tongue still in his own mouth. He quickly examines the foreign flesh and realizes he'd somehow bitten the big chunk of the bear's tongue off while it was attacking his face. He observes the severed bear tongue on the ground now losing its color due to lack of blood flow and would later describe it as white. Nikolai is shaking from the adrenaline and stress of the event as he checks himself over and assesses his wounds. Between the bear roaring and Nikolai calling for his friends, it doesn't take long for his party to emerge from the brush and gather at his side. The other men organize an impromptu litter and load their friend on top of it for the trip back to their vehicle. Nikolai is quickly transported to the hospital in the capital city of Kizil, 90 miles away, where he spends the next month convalescing apart from his family. While being treated with preventative medicines to ward off infection, Nikolai expresses that he misses his wife and children. While in the hospital, a skin graft was taken from his arm and set on his forehead to help it heal quicker. Upon hearing about his harrowing fight with the bear, his wife Ida broke down into tears and was angry with him for going to such a remote and dangerous place. Nikolai is heralded as a local hero by members of his village, but he expresses regret at his scars and the damage done to his left eye during the attack. He reports that he's ashamed to walk down the street as people stare at his scars. His left eye is still not functioning correctly and may never. His neighbors think of him as a hero, but he maintains that he did what he had to do to survive. After gathering and analyzing this information, I'm left with a few questions. Do you think Nikolai would have survived the bear attack if he hadn't bitten the bear's tongue off? Why do you think the bear didn't rake him with his claws? Do you think a firearm or bear spray would have made any difference in this attack? Why did Nikolai describe the bear's tongue as white-colored? Was the bear diseased in some way? It will be great to read your thoughts in the comment section below, so post your ideas and let's talk about it.